1: Top five, a show where we count things down from number five all the way to number one. And it is just about spring, depending on when you're listening. Hello, future people or past people. Depends on when you're listening and how you're listening. Time travelers. Uh, But in the spring, you need to start planning for your summer vacations. And man, uh, we just have not been able to do a summer vacation in a long time just because money tight. Uh, But I'm going to today's my top five summer destinations. I'm going to do my. Uh, wish list kind of stuff. So uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Rodrigo is here. Hello, Rodrigo. Hey. And then there's Matthew. Good evening. Or good day, depending on where you're at.
2: Um, Hello, uh, teacher people. We went yeah, through it. Exactly. Matthew, what
1: what is your number five? Well, my number five, When it, when it
3: comes to the summer, I'm not really like a traveling man. You know, I don't go a lot of places all over the world. Most of the time, I just sort of stay in my house, and then I go to work, and my work is in a basement. But every once in a while in the summer, you're kind of saying to yourself, you know, I'm here in the sun, and something's begun. But you also have to ask yourself, are the days drifting away? So my number five is bowling in the arcade. I met this girl. I took her bowling in the arcade, and then we went strolling and drank lemonade, and then we made out under the dock, uh, and of course, Kinnicky wants to know more. Tell him more, tell him more. But Kinnicky's a creep, and so there's a really, really bad sort of feeling about the whole thing. But sometimes, when you're drifting away into oh, oh, those summer nights, you want to just have a blast, even if it's happening so fast. So my number five, bowling in the arcade.
1: All right. Uh, Rodrigo, what do you have for number five?
2: All right. So my, I was thinking, like, where are some of the nice places that I've been to? Because I'm kind of a homebody. I haven't been to a lot of places, but people have dragged me places before. Um, mm-hmm. So I was thinking is like, oh, I like this place. and I like this place. But I realized that a lot of these places, I was there a long time ago. And I don't know what they're like now and certainly not like now, now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so My number five is Mazatlan, 1986. (laughs) Um, I believe that uh, Mazatlan continues to be a nice uh, touristy place that you can go. You can go to the beach. Uh, It's on the Pacific side of Mexico. Sinaloa, I hear, has been cleaned up a lot. Um, So that's good. But I can't, I, I haven't been there in decades as you can as you can see um since i was a little kid so i i recommend it on uh on the uh on the power of my good memories (laughs) and uh hopefully you do some research before you you head over there so that's my number five
1: definitely okay my number five this is probably the most expensive vacation uh destination on my list and that's the star wars hotel I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but Disney set up this resort thing where you go inside and essentially you're cosplaying Star Wars for the entire time that you're there.
2: Uh, Yeah, it looks like it looks kind of like the blockade runner on the inside, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so your room looks like uh, a place you would stay if you were a part of the crew. There's missions that you go on at certain times of the day uh, where, you know, you may have to go smuggle somebody or help somebody or, you know, have a fight. I I don't know all of the things on here, but I think a two person stay is like $5,000 a night. A night. So imagine a family of four for like four days, you know, a long extended weekend. There's basically someone's yearly salary just so you can go uh, cosplay star Wars. But man, all the images that I see from this thing sure look really cool. Now, they're being very um, uh, cautious. I, I I don't think you have to turn in your cell phones when you go there, but they highly discourage anybody taking any video from inside the Star Wars hotel. But uh, if you've got a bucket load of money to spend and you're a Star Wars fan, you might want to go check out that Star Wars hotel because uh, according to Variety, they're they're like desperately trying to figure out why no one's coming to their Star Wars hotel. Hmm. Maybe it's a $5,000 a night uh, stay. I don't know.
2: That, that report is actually how I became aware that the, uh, Star Wars hotel was up and running. Oh yeah. yeah. saying the Star Wars hotel is sinking. (laughs) Nobody wants to come to it. I mean,
1: so I used to go to Disney a lot when I was a kid, right? And, uh, we'd go to Disneyland. We'd go to Disney world growing up. We'd do all sorts of things. I probably went, Five or six times between the ages of four and fourteen. Then I spent the entire summer at Disney World working uh, between my freshman and sophomore year in school. Didn't cost me anything to go to the park. Then when I lived in California, every Christmas I went to Disneyland for the day, and it was you know affordable. Uh, You know, like a hundred bucks to get in and go goof off for the day uh, for me and my friend that I would that I would take. Uh, Even if I flew to California when I moved back to Hayes to go to to uh, to Disneyland. It still wasn't a big deal, even considering the airline ticket and the hotel stay. Now, I would love to take my kids to Disneyland or to Disney World, but I've priced it out. And for like a week's stay at Disney World to go to all of the resorts, uh, you know, all four of the parks that they have to stay on the resort, you know, because that's always a lot of fun. That gets meals, some meals paid for and everything. That's like. Ten to fifteen thousand dollars, not including merchandise that you may buy, not including how you're going to drag your family down there, kicking and screaming and is just too expensive to go. And uh, Disney, I love you, but man, you need to make it more affordable and and for for the everyman and not just the ultra rich um, or people that there are literally people that save for five years. To go and spend their family vacation at at Disney World. And that's that's just ridiculous. So there you go. That's my number four, the Star Wars uh hotel. It'll cost you a lot of uh uh what is it, gold credits. press Latinum oh credits, that's right. Oh yeah. uh, to go there. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's get to our number fours. Matthew, what do you have for your number four? I don't need you to stop crossing the streams, man. Um my number four, again. Not
3: every summer can be like a shadoo bop bop, uh, getting friendly down in the sand kind of summer. Some summers are different. Some summers are more, you know, cruel. So sometimes you're like, well, the the streets are hot and the pavements are burning, and you're just sort of sitting around and wishing your friends were there. And the strange voices are saying things you can't understand. But that cruel summer will leave you with my number four here, on my own. Sometimes in the summer. The city's just too crowded. It's too hot to handle. And you have to get your own space. Just, you know, you hide out, you're here all on your own, of course. And, you know, she's gone wherever she went. I don't know who she is, but she's definitely gone. And you're not the only one all alone in your cruel summer. And I think that's the comforting part, knowing that you're not the only one in bite number four here on your own.
1: Cool. Uh, Rodrigo, what do you have for your number four?
2: Checking the DMCA, see if we're see if this con- constitutes a, trans- oh, I'm, a, I'm, a transformation. I am sure
1: that it will uh, okay. get get us some kind of a a knock from the
2: some kind of heat. Yeah, All yeah right. I'm sure. Um, so uh, again, going through uh, another very nice place that I've been to uh, is Cozumel. So my number uh, four is Cozumel 1990. Um, I <laughs> am. Certain. So this is so, uh, Mazatlan is on the Pacific side of Mexico. Cozumel is an island on the Atlantic side. Um, I think, pretty sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nice thing about Cozumel in the 90s is that it wasn't very, um, touristy. It's like a lot of it has been left as like, I guess what they call like a like virgin beach, right? There's Mm -hmm. no buildings, there's no hotels, there's no resorts. A lot of it is just open beachside that belongs to the uh, I don't know county or whatever. Um, From what I understand, still a lot of Cozumel is undeveloped, purposely left to be kind of a uh, an island getaway. But I am certain that nowadays you can. you can still stay at a very nice hotel um, and just uh, walk over to the beach. Uh, just not all parts of the beach. Um, I, I will, something that I, I thought about before I, after I came up with the list, but before, uh, or, or, you know, not, not early enough to, to amend anything or to do a lot of research. I do remember getting, being on vacation and then being hit by a hurricane. Um, so I'm going to guess that probably happened in Cozumel. (laughs) So maybe 1990 is not the best. Maybe dial it up by one or one below there, but Hey, I I went through a hurricane and nothing and I didn't die. So, um, you know, some sturdy, sturdy buildings in Cozumel 1990.
1: Awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, and we'll forgive you for not knowing the geography of Mexico, Rodrigo. You're now an American and as we know, Americans don't even know their geography.
2: Okay. I've, I've, lived, uh, I've lived in the United States for well into the majority of my life. So I definitely have to do the sort of thing where I'm like, I remember this being true. <laughs> is it actually true? Let me do some research. <laughs> Let me research where I was born.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. My number four, I'm going to bet that this is still cheaper than the Star Wars Hotel. Uh, here at the, uh, at the Schleicher household, we are big fans of the soccer ball or as they call it over in Europe, the football. And I think it would be a blast to do a summer vacation where we fly to England and go and get some really primo seats to watch Manchester United. Now, the problem is to do it this year. uh, Number one, money. I already said that. Uh, Number two, uh, it's going to have to be super, super late summer. Well, kind of midsummer because uh, the next time Manchester United plays is in August when the new season starts. Yeah, so, I
2: was going to ask if they even play during the summer. Yeah, they
1: they don't. They they will though uh, beginning in August. So I guess it's next next couple of days the schedule is supposed to come out. So uh, yeah, August through May is is when they play. So that would I think would be a fun destination not only to go see Manchester United play, even though they haven't been very good lately. I don't know. They've got the most expensive player in the world on their team, and they still can't. Never mind. Uh, anyway, also mm-hmm. then going and touring and uh, checking out uh, Jolly Old England. That's my number four. Going and watching Manchester United play. That's my that's my summer destination. Matthew, what do you have for your number three? My number three
3: is, I think, kind of a universal thing. Sometimes your neck is gritty and you just don't feel good. Sometimes it doesn't seem to be a shadow around and you have you have to go somewhere. You end up in the summer in the city. So my number three is in the city. Because you do have that moment where you can be in the shadows. You can be hidden from people. You know, sometimes it is a pity that the days are completely different than the, the cooler, cooler nights. And, of course, sometimes you are, you know, wheezing like a bus stop. But more importantly, you'll always find something to do, even when the people are looking half dead.
1: And my number three, in the city. Awesome. Uh Rodrigo, what do you have for your number 3?
2: My number 3 is a very nice place or at least it was cuz again I haven't been there in a long time and that's now we're now we're in the United States. Chino Hills State Park, which is in California. Mm-hmm. Um it is another place that's kind of been kept uh it's a state park, so obviously uh, there's not a lot of development on it but it's like specifically part of a uh, wildlife kind of corridor mm-hmm. so there's a good chance if you're a bird watcher or if you are a um somewhat like a, a amateur uh herpetologist mm-hmm. is that right herpetologist um, is
1: the snakes and the lizards and the stuff
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, i do in fact remember Seeing several snakes while I was there. None of them like the scary poisonous ones. Um, I remember we went there once and uh, I was walking, walking along, kind of, you know, uh, not really thinking about stuff. And my parents are like, wait. And like, I still took like two or three more steps. Uh And I was like, what? And I had like kind of walked over a snake. I didn't step on it or anything. Um, And it was like a little black snake. I don't think it was actually anything dangerous, but, you know, you don't know. Um, So, yes, if you can make it to 1995, I would definitely say check out uh, Chino Hill State Park or check it out today. But again, do your research. I think, again, because it's like kind of this very pristine place that takes place a lot of California's wilderness, uh, there could be two things that happen. One, there could be dangerous animals like cougars. Uh, or it might have burnt up in a fire. Um, I think it's still standing, but you just don't know in California.
1: <laughs> oh, let's see. Chino Hills. Uh, let's see. It says it's a great place to be. There you go. There you- a great place to be. All right. My number three is also in California, a place I didn't even actually go, go to. I didn't do a lot of traveling even when I lived in California for a short time. And I kind of regret it because you'd be driving up on, I think it's the five and you would just look out and you'd see this big, huge white building on the side of the mountain or the top of the mountain uh, or hill uh, here in Kansas, they would be called a mountain. Uh, but you would see it up there on the top of the hill and you'd be buzzing by it. And for some reason, even though you're buzzing by, it still had the uh, ability to Draw in 1.8 million visitors annually. Maybe not in the last two years, but definitely on average, 1.8 million visitors. Go and check out fantastic works of art, Uh, pre-20th century European paintings, drawings, illuminated manuscripts, sculpture, decorative art, stuff from the 1830s all the way through the present day. I, of course, am talking about the Getty. The Getty Museum uh, in Los Angeles, California, in the neighborhood of Brentwood. Uh, I always saw it uh, as we drove by from one meeting to another, or wherever we were going. But I just never had the time to go up there. And it has been—I um, uh, don't think they've evacuated it. I think the building has the ability to close itself off in case of fire. But there have been a couple of times, Rodrigo, if we're talking about Chino Hills uh, fires. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a couple of times where the Los Angeles fires have gotten, especially I want to say in 2019 or 2020. It's one of those where somebody was complaining about how they need to go out and rake their, rake their forests. Um, got really close to the Getty, and everyone was like, oh, do we need to go grab all those Vincent van Gogh paintings and get them out of here? Or what are we going to do? Um, but uh, the Getty, I always want to go there, and I think it would be a great summer destination. I think you could probably go multiple days in a row and still not see everything. So that is my number three. Hey, dear listeners, before we get into our top two, I just wanted to remind you that this show is brought to you in part by our patrons. That's how we keep this show commercial free. Uh, We're not having, I mean, somebody actually uh, emailed me the other day wanting to do an advertisement for cryptocurrency. And I was like, no, we don't do that kind of stuff. We're funded by our patrons and we want to keep this show and all the shows that we do at the Major Spoilers Podcast Network alive and well. So if you would point your browser to patreon.com slash major spoilers Sign up for something as little as $5 a month. Uh, You could sign up for an annual membership where you pay once and you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the year. Uh, Go check it out. We would certainly appreciate it. Patreon.com slash major spoilers. All right. We are back into our number twos and Matthew, what do you have for your number two?
3: My number two actually is one that reminds me of my, my days in high school when, you know, you're driving by a girl's house, even though, you know, she's not actually there. Uh, these days they call it stalking, you know, then it was kind of a meat cute, but you got your hair all slicked back and you, your sunglasses on and you say to yourself, I really want to be somewhere where nobody is. So you look around and there's nobody on the road and there there's nobody on the beach. So my number two is on the road and on the beach, you could be by yourself, you know, you could kind of think about things and remember how it used to be. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe she made you crazy. I don't know, but you can you can really kind of take the time and really really break down what went wrong, and you know maybe understand what did happen, and, and maybe how you can show her what you're made of. And I think that that's important every once in a while, especially during the summer, uh, on the road or on the beach. My number two. All right, Rodrigo, what do you
2: have for your number two? Uh, my number two is Virginia Beach 2000. All right. I don't know. I don't remember how I ended up at Virginia Beach. That may I think be part my family, of the fun. Yeah, I think my family was taking a, a road trip, and we were like, what is there to do in Virginia? And they were like, there's a beach. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, after having been to a place like uh, Mazatlan, or Cozumel, or indeed any of the other beaches that were close to where we used to live, like, you know, Chalem or Chicxulub or whatever. um, American beaches are very different. Uh, First, and most importantly, they are cold. Yeah. Like, even in the summer, the water is cold. Um, And that's something that you kind of have to get used to. It's not bad, but in, in the tropics, you know, in the Tropic of Cancer, like, the water is warm. You get into the ocean and the water is, like, the same temperature as you. Maybe well, uh, It feels like it's the same temperature as you. Um, but uh, up north, the water is cold. So we were like, screw this. There's an aquarium. So we went to see the aquarium. Um, so I would recommend that. I think there's a whole, like, marine science center that's open to the public so that's something that you can check out um don't remember much else about that trip or it's all it's possible that a bunch of like uh disjointed memories that i have of like going to like philadelphia and like some place like some botanical gardens in new jersey maybe um they were maybe all part of the same trip and they've just kind of fallen apart so but i'm still gonna i'm still gonna stick to to virginia beach beach is a probably a good place to visit even Potentially now, but definitely in the year 2000.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's just as many needles on the beach there now as there were in the year 2000.
2: (laughs) It's
3: the same needles. It probably is. Probably is. Garfield telephones have started washing
1: up again. All right. My number two is one that I've actually done. um, It's been a couple of years though. It's probably been about five years. uh, Yeah, probably. When my sister and her husband lived in Colorado Springs. Now, Colorado Springs by itself, not a Super wonderful place. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I, I think it's pretty at times. Um, but one of the things that I really enjoyed doing when we went there was on Labor Day. Again, here in America, we kind of celebrate uh, summer beginning on Memorial Day and ending on Labor Day, even though the season of summer uh, extends past that. But um, Colorado Springs has this really cool event that they do every Labor Day. It's called the Colorado Springs Labor Day Liftoff. And you get like hundreds of hot air balloons. Uh, that come into this place and then just first thing in the morning, they start firing them up and they go up in the air and they fly around and they come back down. And then they have this huge festival, um, uh, on the grounds where these balloons are, are taking off and landing and they let the public come in and they've got the balloons all inflated. And it's really cool to be standing on the ground. And these balloons are probably 20 feet Apart from the, from their widths, you know? So it's like, you're looking up and seeing all these cool colors. You're seeing the, uh, the propane tanks or whatever that they're using to, uh, to get the balloons up in the air, going off and firing off. It's cool to see them inflate. Um, it's, it's uh, my sister. They lived up on the side of Cheyenne mountain. And so we could look down into the city of Colorado Springs and just see the balloons rising up and, and lowering. And I just set up a camera and just did a huge, long time-lapse. Of those things for for like half the day. Uh, and it's just really cool. It's really pretty. If you get a chance to go to a, a hot air balloon festival, uh, definitely go check that out. But I really enjoyed the Colorado Springs Labor Day liftoff, happens every day, every Labor Day weekend uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So there you go. That is my number two summer destination. All right. We are about to get into our number one destination for the summer, but. Uh, Before we do that, I want to alert you that in the show notes for this episode, whether you're on an iPad, whether you're on an Android device, whether you're on your desktop, whether you're on your your, uh, uh, podcast player of choice, there should be an active link for you to go and join the Major Spoilers Discord server. It's absolutely free to join and you can come out, uh, come and hang out with literally hundreds of of really cool major spoilerites. You go in, you join, you'll get a bunch of gifts welcoming you, sometimes cat gifts, sometimes cartoon gifts, but a lot of people just super welcoming. And there are channels for just about anything that you might imagine that we uh, have in our pop culture nerdery, sports, television, movies, books, comic books, RPGs, video games, and so much more. So again, take a moment, go check out our major spoilers, Discord server, completely free for you to join and uh, you may maybe even want to hang out in the top five Discord server. More about that in just a moment. But first, let's get to our number one summer destinations. And Matthew, what do you have?
3: My number one is actually probably my favorite part of the summer because I'm not a big fan of super super hot times, uh, which you know I'm in the absolute wrong city for that. You know, get 110 in June and July, and then August will start to actually get warm. But sometimes as, you know, the evening comes in and you see that paper laying on the sidewalk and hear a little music, you can say to yourself, boy, it's cooling down. There's this beautiful breeze. And you're going to go to my number one through the jasmine in your mind. You're going to think back. You're going to remember all the wonderful things that happened. You know, you're going to come home from that hard day's work and you're just, You're going to think to yourself melodically what a wonderful place the universe is and maybe have, you know, something on a plate in the kitchen. You never know. But whenever you go in that summer through the jasmine in your mind, you have to do it in two-part harmony because that's the way Seals and Cross would have done it. And that's my number one. Okay.
1: Rodrigo, what do you have for your number one?
2: I peeled off my face. I tore up my room. I read my own rights, and I filled them with glue. No. Um, <laughs> my, uh, so, okay. I uh, I got married in 2019. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, the, the real congratulations is that we got married in 2019 and not 2020. Um, because, and we were thinking about postponing our wedding because of you know, basically, money, insurance, bureaucracy, nonsense. But uh, we decided to just go for it. Get married in 2019, and that turned out to be just such a monumental correct choice that uh, that it still reverberates through time and space. Um, so, for our honeymoon on that year, we um, instead of traveling anywhere, we decided to go around Washington State. Um, there's a lot to see in Washington State, um, and specifically the like. If you want a specific place that I would recommend, uh, it's definitely Friday Harbor. Friday Harbor is a town in an island. Um, I think it's San Juan Island, um, and it is. It's like a cute little town. There's lots of shops. There's lots of stuff to do. Um, there's whale watching tours. There are um, airplane like small airplane rides where like tours where you can like um you, you know you can sail or, or you know you can take a boat around the islands or you can take a take a plane and look at the islands um and obviously lots of wildlife I've never been on a tour that didn't randomly have like if you go whale watching you're also gonna see like eagles and cormorants and maybe even deer um uh, you know on the islands not not like swimming in the water um <laughs> Well that would be cool. I I mean they have to get you know to one island or the other in some way, so presumably at some point they swam. But uh that is very rare. You don't see that very off- often. Apparently there was a bear for a while that had uh taken a swim to one of the islands and they kept finding it in different islands. So at some point it was swimming across the uh the San Juan Islands, it's just kind of doing its thing, so Good for that bear. Good for that bear who knew that Washington state prior to 2019 or maybe exactly in 2019 was the number one, uh, travel destination.
1: There you go. All right. Here's something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do it, but, um, some of, you know, because you've been hanging out on our, our discord server or in the Twitch channel that we have MajorSpoilers.com. uh, or I'm sorry, twitch.com slash major spoilers. Uh, That I have been for the last couple of years, since about 2020, end of 2019 and early 2020, uh, just before everything shut down, uh, that I started to get into astrophotography. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a wild ride. Uh, I have gone out a couple of times into the wilderness, basically driving two or three miles south of town into some farmer's field and listening to the coyotes howl at me. Um, And it's kind of scary and kind of creepy. But... I would love to pack up my equipment into one of those old VW, uh, camper buses. Um, uh, I forget what the, the, the Wagoneers or whatever they were, uh, the kind that have the pop-up tent in them and just go around for the summer to different dark sky locations and just set up my, uh, equipment outside and then be able to sit in the VW camper bus. And, uh, and do all the all the controls of it because now I have the ability to uh, run everything from a computer and have that control the the rig and the mounting and everything. And I can just sit there in the comfort of the of the wagon with the windows down, and the screens open, letting the cool breeze in there. Uh, sleep there all night. Wake up in the morning. Cook some dinner in the in the little uh, VW bus. Pack everything up and then head on to another location. I think that would be really cool. Not only would you get to see a lot of the United States, but you'd be able to see some of the beautiful, beautiful night skies uh, that that you can see when you get out of the city. Now, I'm not in a huge city, but I'm in a Bortle Class 4, uh, so that's kind of a medium, light-polluted area. Um, I would love to get down into one and two areas, and some of them are within, you know, 20-minute drive from where I'm at now. But to go into the uh, American Southwest or to go up into the Pacific Northwest... And, uh, you know, take pictures of those skies at night. Oh, man, that would be a really fun summer vacation with the entire United States and the entire night sky as the destination. So that is my number one. What would you think, dear listeners? Did you enjoy our top five summer destinations? Maybe you've been thinking, hmm, where would I like to go for my summer destination? Hey, guess what? Remember a moment ago when I said there was a Discord server that you could join? We do have that top five channel, and what you can do is head over to that Discord server, jump into the top five channel, and share your top five summer destinations with everyone else. Everyone else will read your list, everyone else will add to their their own list, and everybody will enjoy it. Why? Because everybody loves a list. Take care. This
3: podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment,
0: LLC.